This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production. Hello everyone, this is the Evil Chocolate Cookie bringing you tonight's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. And because it's Saturday, as you know on Saturday, it is always our Spotlight segment. This week we're going to be doing a very, very different kind of Spotlight because this is not, you know, one person or one tournament or one of anything like that really. This is an entire season. This is the season that has affectionately been nicknamed the season of the Super Champs. And did it ever hold up to that? Because we had three in one season. And you may be thinking, three? But we have a lot of champions in one season. Yeah, well, we had three that went on crazy long winning streaks in that same season. And we had another who went on a pretty decent sized streak. So yeah, it was it was definitely interesting. In case you're wondering what season we're talking about, just for clarification, this is season 38. So you guys know that season 38 started out on a controversial note because of Mike the Loser Face Richards. Yeah, I'm never going to say anything nice about him. Get used to it. But we came into season 38 with an 18-day champion who had, you know, finished season 37 as a champion. He won 20 more games for a total of 38 in case you haven't figured it out, we're talking about Madame Odio, who I do believe we spotless several weeks ago. And of course, we talked about him in depth during our Tournament of Champions coverage. When we were covering our reruns back in the summer. The guy who beat him was Jonathan Fisher who we also covered quite a bit during our Tournament of Champions rerun coverage. And Jonathan Fisher went on to have an 11-game streak of his own, which doesn't usually seem to happen. Usually the person who beats a super champion, usually, historically speaking, hasn't won a whole lot after that. That is either their only game or they've gotten, you know, one or two more, but that's about it. But Jonathan, she's like, no, forget, forget the, forget the historical evidence. I'm going to go on a streak. And he did. And what made me feel so sorry for Jonathan was when Matt lost, people were being buttholes to this guy all over Reddit. And it was disgusting. And someone beat me to calling it out, but I most definitely would have called it out. I saw a post on the Jeopardy subreddit that says, 
For a place that's supposed to be excellent to contestants, y'all sure aren't being excellent to Jonathan. And I'm like, preach? I mean, it's not like Jonathan committed a crime. He just beat Madame Odio, and that's not a crime. I mean, sure, we were sad, but... At the same time, hooray! Someone got to live their dream of being a Jeopardy! champion! So, we can't... We can't be bashing them for that. That's not fair. And then... You know, we had a few more, we had a few more people after that that went on, you know, one to three game runs. And we had a couple of and we had, you know, Andrew who won five. And then Amy Schneider shows up. And starts pummeling the field to pieces. She she's not nearly as aggressive a player as Matt, but still those scores are crazy. Like she she can play aggressively if she needs to, but she doesn't have Matt's knack for insane wagers that make me want to strangle him. Sorry, Matt, but you you folks know how I feel about those crazy wagers at certain points in the game. But Amy just comes in and while she doesn't have as long of a gap as Matt did between the seasons she did have her run broken up by the professor's tournament but it didn't really seem to matter because she won 40 games so James saw himself sink into third place and into fourth place in the same season Sorry, James. Like, when Matt passed James, I was squealing. I was like, oh my god. And then Amy comes along and and passes James. And I'm like, oh my god. Someone's done it twice this season. And then she passes Matt. And I just about hit the floor. Um, The player who beat her was very gutsy and you you really have to admire that because I don't like what he had to do because insane wager late game you know how I feel about it and how badly it could have gone but he basically had to bet every dime he had up to that point to prevent Amy from running off with the game and he did it and he was the only one correct in that final Jeopardy and managed to get ahead and win the game. And it was it was epic to watch. I mean, yeah, we're, we're always sad when the contestants we root for lose. But that was some kind of epic game. Like, oh my god. It was crazy. And then... A little bit later in the season, we've we've had some other players that have done well. I I'm going to say that right now. I can't I can't remember who all we saw. I'm we've seen of course some of them back for Champions Wild Card, but faces of you know quickly rotating champions, faces and names they blend. 
But we had we had a lot of good players. And then Mateo shows up. And their thing during their streak was winning by a dollar. That that was just kind of what they did. It was just like several times they would win by one dollar. And then, of course, they did have that game where the other two players finished in the negative at the end of Double Jeopardy, so they could have just done nothing and won the game for a final. But, yeah. And actually, we just saw the person who beat them at the, you know, at the end of their streak. Danielle from Champions Wildcard was that person, and I think we mentioned that last night. But yeah, season 38 as a whole between those three was insane. And I grant you we had we had a lot more games than that. But like I said, just faces and names when the cat when the champions change out frequently, like if they if they do something memorable, I'll remember them. But through no fault of their own, a lot of the time, I just can't keep up with everybody just because there's so many to a season. And it's not their fault, it's just... Yeah. Oh, I almost forgot someone. We had Ryan Long during that season too, who went on a 16-game run. I sorry Ryan, I almost forgot you. But it was it was epic. It was just one of those one of those seasons that you're like, "Oh my god." So we we had some we had some really awesome players and we got to see a lot of them again for the Tournament of Champions, and even the people who didn't go on huge streaks, we're seeing some of them again in Champions Wildcard. So that is our spotlight. I didn't think we'd end up you know, covering an entire season, but that was just such a notable event that we had to you know, back up and talk about it. So there we go. I'm going to wrap this up now, and just as a reminder, there is no longer a strategy corner on Sunday. That does not happen anymore. Just for the mental health of your host. So, yeah. But I will see you folks on Monday with more game coverage. I want to say goodnight. Thank you for tuning in. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T. speaking for the Jeopardy! Podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production. This is Jamie T. speaking for the Jeopardy! Podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production.